0: Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network Cuts and Sal here with your spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass. Babyface Joel Solomon has his producer hat on and with me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds. Degenerate trifecta Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal?
1: Yes, hey,
0: Sal. What's going on, buddy? Baseball, football, basketball soon. Hockey has started up. So much to talk about with these guys. They give out free picks every single day on extrapoints.com. Hit up the extrapoints.com arcade at extrapoints.com slash arcade, where we have all kinds of free-to-play contests. One of them is a prop culture for October. October themed. And uh let's give you uh, an example here. One of the questions, Harry. You go ten for ten, you go seven for ten. That might be good enough to win a a cool prize. Um, which movie will have the highest box office numbers by the end of October? Bond, Dune, Last Duel, or Venom? What do you think, Harry?
1: I'll take uh, Last Duel.
0: Last Duel? I don't even think that's a choice. <laughs> is that what he's saying, The Last Duel? said Duel, right? Let's go ahead to the proctologist. I should have known. Yeah, all right. <laughs> now, Brian's going to give us the right answer here. I'll say Bond. Okay, yeah, Bond is right. I think that's right. All right. So that would be a freebie, right? Anyway, go 10 for 10 or just do the best and you'll win a cool prize. ExtraPoints.com slash arcade. We had our NBA Futures special recorded earlier in the week. These guys did a bang up job on the NHL Futures podcast, which is also available on YouTube. It was u three and spaghetti and meatballs. And Dave Damashek was the master of ceremonies. Check that out on youtube harry gave some faulty information on kucherov but uh and then uh mysteriously disappeared from the zoom i don't know what that. what was that Eric?
1: you know uh just one of those things running around all day and i could have swore i was charging my phone but apparently in the car it wasn't charging so i didn't even look at it so by the time i realized we were already have to wait through the pod i had like 20 percent left of my uh Deuce in my phone and uh, eventually I ran.
0: We won't even get into why at this point, years later, where, you know, tens of thousands of people, sometimes hundreds are listening to his podcast, he's still recording on a phone. But okay, that's uh, (laughs) good enough. And he only has
2: a charger in the car. Only one charger in the car.
0: (laughs) What a life. What a life. Hey, brother Bri, it's been a couple days now um, since the Gruden news broke. Haven't talked to you. Big, big Raiders fan. Team has fallen apart a little bit. I don't know what to dig here. It might be time to change the logo. Get the sense of bad method. I mean, the good news is Mark Davis freed up some money. He's got to now, got to hire a stylist. I mean, he's got about $60, $70 million <laughs> freed up here. Um, for God's sakes, uh, what, what, what can this team do? I don't even know what kind of answer you could give me. I know well, you're just made uh, about the whole thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been a nightmare nine, ten days here for the Raiders. Uh, the season already, you know, we're three and two. It seems like the season's over right it was just we were just three and out. Oh. it's just amazing how they just fall apart so quickly although you know again for mark davis you could be a blessing in disguise you know disguise in terms of just getting out of that contract although i don't, mm-hmm. I don't know you know i'm assuming they don't have to pay him because of resignation but i don't know that maybe there's like a mutually agreed upon that they'll yeah, settle on something. yeah i think they struck
0: they had to strike some kind of deal i mean he's not getting the lion's share of that money but i don't think but, he gets nothing but Probably. But I
2: don't. You, I mean, we we thought last week, right? He might, maybe we thought right away he could be fired. But you could even yeah. tell on the sidelines in that in that last game when they were getting, you know, when they were playing like yeah. shit against the Bears, like he looked like that was the first time I've seen him. Like he looked like he didn't even want to coach. He was just like, you know, he gets that Chucky angry face, and it just right. didn't seem like he was into it at all. So we'll see what they'll do. I mean, you know, I know there's been talk maybe me um, not, I'm not sure who else they potentially could bring in next year, but, um, yeah, I don't the know. The enemy seems I like he can get a stop. job
0: at this point, uh, in the, in the <laughs> NFL ranks as a head coach. Uh, <laughs> I think it makes sense. Apologies to anyone who had urban Meyer it was looking like a lot to be first coach fired or released <laughs> well, or whatever it is, but it ends up being Gruden. um, that you can't really find on fandle.com slash against all odds, but what you can find is AFC West division winner odds. I love the Raiders to make the playoffs now. A little bit of a free fall. Thirteen to one odds to win the division. Broncos seven to one, and then at the top, the Chiefs and the Chargers plus one twenty five. They're not knocking, Parley Kid. They're not knocking the Chiefs out of that top spot just yet, even though they really do seem like a second rate team compared to the Chargers, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, if I, if you would ask me to put money on one of those teams right now, I'd probably go with the Chargers. But yeah. I mean, just I mean, we we were talking about the Chiefs. Uh, probably before the season is possibly being just one of these all time great teams, right? Like how many Super Bowls is Mahomes going to win over the next 10 years? Three, you know, like and now uh, all of a sudden they're not going to win any over the next 10 years. I don't know. They'll get things together there. I think that race comes down to the wire. uh, And but maybe the Chargers just a little bit better this year. Maybe they'll just be the better team. Yeah, they're not the Chargers of old where they've, I mean, they played like three or
0: four games. They only blew the one to the Cowboys, right? Every other game, uh, you know, the close ones at least mm. seem like the old Chargers would have blown them and they they, they came out. they went fourth quarter comebacks and Herbert's been spectacular mm. over the last three games, like just a flawless quarterback. I will say with uh, as much as uh, the turmoil we think has been thrust into this NFL season, odds wise, Fandle.com, you can check it out. There's only one team that. After a month or five games, even more, only the Cardinals have swapped places with the preseason favorite. So, in other words, the Bills are gigantic favorites when the AFCs now. They were a preseason. Ravens minus 125. They were the preseason leader, I believe. Browns plus 140. That's close, at least. Tennessee minus 330. The Colts a couple nights ago gave them a scare. It looked like they could be a contender, but now, you know, a few games behind now. Now they're a one in four team. Uh, Chiefs, as I mentioned, the Chargers at the top plus one twenty-five, and the NFC East, Dallas pulling away. Uh, knock on wood, minus three eighty. Actually, the knockwood wood got uh, Gruden in trouble. Maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> um, Green Bay Packers minus four sixty Then win the North. They were the favorites. The Bucks, obviously, the favorites still at minus four thirty. And like I said, the Cardinals plus one hundred, plus one forty-five. Parlay, hit anybody real quick before we get to the Thursday night game. Um, Do you see any second or third place odds teams that could jump to first? Well, I I guess, I mean, it's not going to be in the NFC. It's not
3: going to be in the AFC East, right? I mean, the Browns are the
0: safe, safe call, right?
3: The Browns are the very safe call in that, uh, in that division. Uh-huh. I still think they're the the cream of the crop there. So yeah, I think the Browns is out. I think you just pinpointed it. I think that's yeah. that's the team to go with right now. You got the Browns. I think they. Plus I think they get a big win this weekend. I think they get a
0: big win this weekend. And the Rams plus one forty five, who will also probably get a big win this weekend over the depleted New York. Yeah, Titans. I, I like. Cool.
2: Yeah, I like that. I, I like that Rams number. You like the Rams? Yeah, that I mean, Rams number is pretty good. I have to stick with them too. I picked the Rams and
0: Bills in the Super Bowl, but more well, importantly, no. I'm going for number eleven in a row. Yes, Thursday night, Eagles, Bucks, Bucks, a seven point favorite, 51 and a half. Now, on Fox, I can only pick the winner. But, fellas, if you, and no one ever does this, but if you string together all my wins since last year, 10 in a row, it's 114 to 1. Mm. No, uh, no one's, no, not only has no one capitalized on this, no one's even talking about it. I get so <laughs> upset. I get so upset. 114 to 1. Now, I'm not going to give the pick on the game today. I'll let you guys take it. I'd be dumb probably to go against Brady here, just picking straight up on Fox. He's a minus 300. Uh, although I will say he handed me my last loss on Fox, which was the four when he thought there was a fifth down in the Bears game. So that was my last loss. I have 10 in a row. I'm going for 11. Bucks minus seven, 51 and a half at Eagles. Brother Bry, a lot of people trending towards the Eagles and the, the number
1: here at least.
2: Yeah, I, I like I like the plus seven. I mean, I hate these NFC East teams, aside from the Cowboys. It's just hard to figure out, like, w- one week to the next, you know, which team are you going to get. But, you know, Brady's, you know, the Bucs have struggled twice on the road this season against at the Pats and at the Rams. Brady's just four and six against the spread on the road in the regular season with the Bucs. You know, after the beatdown on the Dolphins in a short week on the road, I'm betting this is a closer game. You know, Eagles have been tough against the pass, right? So. You know, I could see this being the Bucks take what they give them. Eagles have struggled to run the ball, but they'll have a good game through the air. You know, Bucks defensively against the pass have really struggled, even in games where that aren't blots. They've just struggled against the pass regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles, too, if you look at the – I mean, I know this is all Peterson-based, but the Eagles haven't lost a Thursday night game since 2015. Mm-hmm. So the, the crowd's going to be nuts. I think it's a weird game. I think they – I think they keep it close and maybe it's just one of the, you'll know right away if Brady's into the game and he's pumped up and he's going crazy right away it's probably bad bad news but if it's one of those they get a little bit of pressure on Brady and he's got the the Brady face going um you're in right. for a close game all right you know
0: yeah. I mentioned that stat they haven't lost on Thursday night since 2015 you qualified it and said that it's not even really the same coach for a lot of them and we do have to uh, we skipped over this Monday and Tuesday but Harry Gave out and Dave Damashek scrutinized it. He really looked into it, Harry. And that one trend, where well, you said the Packers <laughs> Bengals, <laughs> yeah, have got uh, the over has hit the last three games or something. The last three okay. they played, and he said yep. one of the two. One of the games was when Joe Burrow was like thirteen years old. We're I don't also, know how we didn't call <laughs> that. We're, okay. we're Usually, We're usually all over that. But Damashek hit me up the next day. He's like, Can you believe this, Harry? He's calling you now Hoagie Berra because you said your explanation when he put that up to you was, Hey, it doesn't matter until it matters or it hits when it hits or something stupid like
1: that. But go
2: ahead. <laughs> well, I was analysis. just going to
1: say the facts are the facts. That's number one. Number two, number two, uh, number two, that Rodgers was the quarterback for all three of those games. So he played in those games. Uh, and number three, if uh, any of these kickers could make any kicker, kicks in that game, it would have went over uh, miss five missed field
0: We're examining the trend itself. not what. It's the, what all right. Well, but the, but the You needed went, overtime, and it still didn't go over. So what are you talking about? Like I, I don't know what.
2: Five missed kicks. Yeah, yeah. but one of those kicks would have likely ended the game regardless, right? And it still would have went under? Well, no, if it
1: went to overtime, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the opening kick. Missed. Make that. Second oh, ten, wow. Made. Well, now you, you really seven get through nine point <laughs> points in overtime oh. and you get the over.
0: I'm more into the <laughs> trend and bringing up trends when none of the players were on the field than years ago. I mean, I know you could say... what well, just, Listen.
1: Why, why don't we just listen aside from that let's just go to the let's get the audio of my analysis of the bills chiefs game and just go over that and just just All savor right. that one how, how i'm talking about called. jim
0: kelly days and how they uh rolled and <laughs> 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 harry had harry, harry,
2: yeah, harry had a harry had a good um Sunday, and he had a good Sunday and Monday night. Well, I'll give, right. him cra- I'll give him credit for that. All
0: right, we'll give you credit, mm-hmm. Harry,
2: but no more mm-hmm. of the anti. I mean, you can't
0: basing like Japan hasn't won a world war since '80. <laughs> like, you can't, they're not going to win this one. Just, Roger's just played them all three. I don't know. All right, Harry, <laughs> go ahead, throw us an over. And I don't want to hear anything about like uh, Donald <laughs> McNabb. Oh,
1: uh, no, no problem there. Um, I'm going to take the game over 51 and a half at minus 114. Two of the Eagles last three games, they've given up 40 points or more. Tampa's banged up in the secondary. That's something Hertz, I think, can exploit. Uh, Hertz did go for almost 400 yards two weeks ago against the Chiefs. Uh, Buck's games this year, four or five have gone 58 points or more. Uh, the only one that didn't was that shady game in the rain in New England against the Pats. Uh, I think Brady not put a, he's not going to put two stinkers uh, together. On- What's that? Is that you, Harry? What is that?
0: Oh my God! What are you running ads during your analysis? <laughs> what is this? Don't you dare cut this out, uh, meatballs! What happened a here?
1: Bit. What is your know, phone? You got yesterday. an Amber
0: Alert on your phone? What's
3: going on?
1: <laughs> I don't know. the ESPN just started uh, a? All right. Yeah, I'm pretty Anyways. sure Anyways. that was going. I think
3: during the uh, hockey podcast that was happening That's too. That was. <laughs> <For a long laughs>
1: All these alarms. I think, I think Hertz is gonna get his own right. as well. He's gone for at least two touchdowns in uh every game except for one. So
0: all right, Parlay kid. Uh, if you have any yeah. music to play or whatever you want yeah, to do, well. <laughs> Harry thing. kind of just
3: faded out there. I, I, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna piggyback on Harry with the over here. Uh, uh if I were to uh, pick a side, here. Probably,
1: you're piggybacking
0: I, with Harry. I just hope you're the uh piggyback E. That's right. You're gonna have a that's right. I wouldn't let
3: Harry touch me though. Okay. So uh, either. <laughs> <one>. um, <laughs> uh, Don't you have some yeah, so Oc- like- and blood in here? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the over as well. If I were to pick a side, I'd probably pick Tampa Bay minus seven. But uh, Tampa Bay is averaging thirty-three point four points a game. Uh, the Eagles average twenty-three points a game. If you just add that up, it's simple math. They go four or five points over this. Plus defensively. Both teams rank in the bottom half of the league in terms of points per game. Uh, the the uh, Bucks giving up 24.4 points a game. Eagles 24.8 points a game. Uh, both defenses are, haven't been at their best this year yet. Uh, like Carrie said, there's some injuries for both uh, teams on the defensive side of the ball, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We know Brady's probably going to put up like about 31 points in this game. It will be up to the Eagles to do their part. And Hurts is good enough. I mean, even when the Eagles' offense isn't great, Hurts uh, seems to make some plays, and they end up with about 21, 24 yeah. points. So I, I see this happening uh, in this game. I think it goes over uh, the total of 51 and a half. So I think Harry and I, I think we're going to nail that one. And look, we're all coming off a great Monday night yeah. game where we hit. we were hitting – Things Terrific. left and right, left and right. Half. I had the Colts
0: plus the points. I had the Colts over 19 points. And then we all hit our props. We went four for four, right? What were our props Monday night? I had, I, oh my God, it was like a minute and a half in the
3: game. Marquise Brown over, Brian and uh, Lamar Jackson over, longest pass.
1: Yep. I had a once over yards, which hit about a quarter and a half. In the it game. Was and, game. Incredible. and I had Taylor,
0: Taylor over receiving yards, 13 and a half. Had Taylor, Taylor over Jonathan longest Jonathan rush, Taylor nine
1: and a half touchdown. yards.
3: There you go. Uh, Jonathan it was, Taylor first
1: touchdown, Darren. Was Harry gets
3: Jonathan. Yeah. I get and Andrews, and anytime Andrews anytime Andrews, touchdown. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, all right. It was That's incredible. It. People would have won millions of dollars. At least. If they <laughs> just went with our picks. Had to be. Right. Monday night. Listen
0: to us Monday night. Now we're on to Thursday. Uh, and do it all. Do it all on FanDuel.com slash against all odds. FanDuel is giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win in this Thursday Bucks-Eagles game. So just pick the winner. Don't worry about the spread. Harley kid, you and I were talking about maybe we should buckle uh, the Ravens' money line with um, either the Chiefs' money line or the Bucks. Oh, that would have been <laughs> nice. That would have been would have taken a few years off our lives. But um, oh, it would have been nice. I didn't touch it. I wish I did. Sunday. Uh Fanduel giving new customers 31 odds on either team to win. That's right. You can end the NFL week right by winning 150. Well, I, I say even start the week right. They say end. I say start. $150 mm-hmm. on a $5 bet. Yes, do a same game. Parlay, we're going to tell you what to do with player props and first touchdowns and all that. Do it. Fandle.com slash against all odds. Number one rated sportsbook app in America. Easy to use, safe and secure. Fast payouts. Yes, and when you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up with promo code Against All Odds this week before Tampa Bay takes on Philadelphia, win 150 on a $5 bet. And remember to use promo code Against All Odds so they know I sent you. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-270-7117. For Confidential help in Michigan, the Tennessee red line is 1 800 889 9789, Tennessee. Visit 1 800 gambler.net in West Virginia or call 1 800 next step or text next step to 533 42 in Arizona. All right, let's do these player props. Like I said, we just bragged, just a nice round of bragging, went four for four. Uh, I'll tell you what, I got in my head that Antonio Brown went crazy last week against Miami. And he's going to come down a little bit from that performance. And then I said, I looked at this trends and it's 58 and a half is the over under. I'm like, this is a fishy line. He averages 81 yards per game. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go the other way because this is fishy. And um, no one likes how the fish stinks on a Thursday night, but he's the fastest to get 900 catches. He had 124 last week against the Dolphins. He has 19 targets over the last two games. I can't go against it. I want to say this is a fishy line, but everything's pointing. It's too crazy. It could, you get there in three catches. He has over 58 and a half in five of his last seven regular season games. I want to go the other way here just out of spite and say what the hell's going on. You guys are 23 yards off, but 58, he'll get to 60 by the third quarter. I'm going over. Brother Bry. you like a Tampa Bay buck to go over too.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, those Brown numbers, they are oddly low. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that makes sense. But I like uh, Fournette over sixty-two and a half. I know this line's moving around a, a little bit. Now, I mentioned earlier, the Eagles' pass defense has been good, um, but they suck against the rush. They are in the bottom three, giving up 142 yards rushing per game. In their last three games, they give up 100 yards to Hubbard, had 100 yards. Edward Solaire, yeah. who struggled this year, had 100 yards. Elliott and Pollard had over 150 yards combined. Fournette's been very good the last uh, two weeks, and he finally officially appears to be the man. You know, he had 159 yards in the last two games on 32 carries, and they didn't even need him really in the second half of the last game. So, I think they test out that Eagles run defense early in this one, and uh, Fournette gets uh, Fournette goes over here. All right,
0: Parley kid, we're going over, over, over. I feel that's uh, that's most of the time a recipe for disaster, but you like Antonio. I have Antonio Brown. You like Godwin just a few yards, a shade higher than uh Brown.
3: Yeah. So when you're talking about the Buccaneers, when are you going to really take unders with the Buccaneers, right? So right. if you're going to be betting the, the, the bucks, let's take the overs. I'm taking Godwin over 63 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he's averaging 73 and a half receiving yards per game. And we're coming off a game where Evans And Antonio Brown had the really big game. So I always like to go with the the other receiver uh, in the group to have a big game the next week, because it just seems like that's what happens. The team's game plan now to stop Evans, to stop Brown. And a guy like Godwin is going to be the beneficiary of a big game this week. So Godwin, over 63 and a half yards receiving at minus 114, really like it. Yeah, I I think a lot of this depends on
0: Darius Slay and where he played. All of a sudden, he's a stud. I mean, he had the big name for a while and put up some decent years, but I know Lions fans hated him towards the end there. But, you know, big game against the Panthers. I don't know who he said, who he's lining up against. I don't know that it makes a difference if he can keep this up at this point. It's a 10-year guy. uh, But, uh, all right, we're going over there. And, Harry, you have an over as well, but on the other side.
1: Yeah, for the Eagles, I'm going to take Devontae Smith over. Uh, 68 and a half yards at minus 114. He leads the Eagles in receptions by eight, targets by 14, yards by 50. I know was, this rookie season started a little slow, but he's really picked it up lately. Last two games, seven receptions in each. Combine those uh, two games, he's got 200 yards. National television game against the depleted uh, Tampa Bay secondary. There oh, we go. They, the may to, they, they may have to. They may have. Well, you know what? And they may have to play catch up here. And Smith's been the man so far. My, The guy who I gave out in the regular season, Rieger, only 140 yards for the whole season right now for the Eagles. Smith's the man. Goddard might be out, probably going to be out. So let's go over 68 now. You know, I used to be right there
0: with you, Harry, with the national television games. But a lot of people can now access any of these games wherever they are. Like, there could be a game in London, and you could watch it. Um,
1: True, but it's the, the only game, game, game people are watching. It's Thursday night I gotcha. football. I got gotcha. you know, Smith is a man in Philly right now. All
0: right. Uh, first touchdown. Um, wait, who had the first touchdown Monday night? Harry, I think.
2: Harry, got Harry, it. Harry, Harry did. got Taylor, Taylor. It. Jonathan Taylor.
0: Taylor, right? Right, right. That was a nice little play there, Harry. I went over yeah. 13 and a half, and you got the first touchdown. Uh, I even bet it. And it's funny, like Taylor dropped the first touch pass in the flat. I was like, oh crap, it's gonna be one of those games. It was one of those games, but it wasn't. One of those. All right. I'm going Mike Evans. Uh seven to one odds. Harry, you hit on about seven to one odds with uh Taylor. Mm-hmm. Keep it light, keep it lean here. Mike Evans, two against the Falcons, two against the Dolphins, 45 targets leads the team. Godwin has 41, but I think Evans is still his guy down low with no Gronk. I think that's a good number at seven to one. Uh, parley kid jump in We you, a lot of times we like the quarterbacks to sneak one in.
3: On yeah. Why wouldn't game. we like Jalen hurts at 11 to one in this game? No brainer here to take this. He just ran two in last week. He's got three on the season. Uh, he carries or rushes the ball about eight, nine, 10 times a game. Um, if they get inside the 10, he's going to be a threat to, to, uh, to scamper on in. So let's go with Jalen hurts at 11 to one. I think that's good value for, uh, the quarterback who likes to run here. All right. Brother Bryce says Ertz
2: greater than Hertz. Yeah, I'll go with Ertz at 14 and one. Look, he only had one catch last week, but in the last three games he's been targeted on average seven times per game. So Goddard was placed on the COVID list earlier right. this week. Um, which I'm not sure even can you get off that? Can, I don't I don't even know anymore. What what do you need? You need like two negative tests or something to get off not that. Even. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if
0: you bring like an edible arrangement. You're fine. So, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> even
2: if even you know if Goddard can't go, even more reason to like her. It's even if Goddard does play, I still still like her. It's one it's favorable matchups to start against the Buccaneers, who again you know I said struggled against the pass. The tight ends have played well against them, so I do like that at fourteen to one.
0: All right, and Harry all over Devonta Smith this week uh, Thursday game.
1: Yeah, you can get him at ten to one in Tampa Bay's. First two road games, the home team has scored the first touchdown of the game. Smith hasn't scored since week one versus Atlanta, but that TD just happened to be the first touchdown of the game. So I'm going to load up on Smith this week uh, on Thursday, 10-1, to such a.
0: There you go. All right, we gave you some of those. We will put those in graphical form on the Internet for you to follow. Again, 4-0 with our props on Monday. We're going to keep it going. But right now it's time to jump on the Riverboat Casino, Whether the Degenerate Trifecta and I – take aim at fake propositions as I relate to pop culture and sports this week oh boy so many kicks missed 12 extra points missed on sunday and then on monday rodrigo blankenship all right at least he has an excuse he's legally blind i mean they try to kick her out there he's not able to see but uh and thanks for nothing rodrigo <laughs> cost me and won in one of my league i was 4-0 or 5-0 i was 4-0 in a league i was up by I don't know, like 31 points. And the guy had Hollywood Brown. And even in the overtime, he needed like nine. He, he still beat me. So screw you, Rodrigo. I wanted to be. Uh, that's that big money league. I played some world. Series oh, poker shit. guy. Wow. I know. I know. I wanted to be undefeated, but whatever. I'll keep it going. Four and one in that. Kicked uh, Scott Van Pelt's ass the other day, by the way. But anyway, uh-huh. worst kicking performance <laughs> in sports history. Let's go to the Riverboat Casino. See what the casino manager puts these odds at. Is it? The week five NFL kickers at minus 180. Is it Ray Finkel and Ace Ventura plus 350? Dennis Rodman on that cameraman, remember, right? Squaring the nuts, 10 to one odds. Or is it Charlie Brown every single year? She pulls the ball. That's Lucy, right? And he can't figure it out. 15 to ones for Charlie Brown, 15 to 1 odds. Or the field, even odds. All right, Harry, jump in here. Worst kicking performance, in sports history.
1: I'm taking this past week with the kickers. I mean, like you mentioned, 12 extra points, 12 mm-hmm. field goals. That Cincinnati Green Bay ridiculousness with the missed field goals constantly in the fourth quarter in overtime. But also just, just to throw in there about the extra points, that Houston-New England game, Bear Bear and Folk. Folk has been fantastic uh, kicking the past couple of years. Three touchdowns in the first, uh, first half, the first three touchdowns, all three extra points were missed. Are you mm-hmm. kidding out. No, we're not kidding. It's right out I there. Know.
0: Pauly Kidd, I said uh, earlier in the week that I think that they're going to go to um, – we're, we're going to start seeing two-point go- – the field goals, whatever. You're going to march guy out. They're going to miss. They're going to make a 53-yarder. It's going to cost the team, whatever. Uh, the extra points, if this keeps up, and even if it doesn't, I know the analytics say go for two anyway. Are we going to see it like stolen bases went away in the, in the late 80s, early 90s? Are we going to see this with extra points, too? or just everyone lines up for two. We're going to see weird scores. It's going to be 16-8. It's not to the eye. It's not going to be yeah. familiar. But um, I do feel like we're making a move
3: towards this, at least for extra points. Absolutely, Sal. You're 100% correct. Extra points are on their way out the door. You're not okay. going to see uh, many not teams attempt <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> not the podcast. Yeah. That's, There you go. The no, yeah. we're here to stay. Good. But the kicking of an extra point okay. is really how is it not how are these uh these analytics nerds uh, how have they not outlawed their teams for going for one yet right it just uh-huh. it has it doesn't really make sense uh we saw what the ravens did the other night late in the game going for two they had to they had no choice but but boy oh boy if you can convert like score two touchdowns and get two two point conversions right off the bat you're so far ahead of the game i think we see do we see it now with coaches getting much more aggressive even on their side of the field, right? Uh-huh. We're seeing it. So I think it's just only a matter of time before we see coaches going for it all the time on fourth and one or fourth and two or less, uh, no matter where they are on the field. And it's, you know, especially early in the game and guys going for two extra points is almost done. So to me, the worst kick, worst kick ever yeah. uh, is really, I'm just going to go, the kick might not have been bad, um, but the celebration and the kick, Bill Gramatica. Remember him, two thousand one. <laughs> yeah. Teasing mm. ending injury after celebrating a kick. And that's that's one of the most pathetic things in sports history. Mm. Um, There's his ACL jumping up and
0: down, right?
3: With the right with the one bar going across <laughs> celebrating, mm-hmm. uh, and, and like you said, the ironic thing too is. That's tame now. Guys are high-fiving kickers when they miss yeah. field goals now. It's yeah. unbelievable. At least he
0: made it. At least he made it. <laughs> At least he made it. But the celebration.
3: Yeah. <laughs> terrible thumbs down.
0: So it ends up being, to me, the worst kick. All right. Are you in field there? Bri, are you going field or
2: taking one of the choices? There, there was a lot of them. There was even a lot of good ones in the field. Um, I will say there's only one kick in the history that led to a kicker going into hiding and only to become a lieutenant who kidnapped the Miami Dolphin and, and Dan Marino. Um, but that being said, I will go with the kicker who probably inspired, I'm assuming inspired that kick, and Scott Norwood uh, against the Giants in the, in the yeah. Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, I, as a kid, I mean, my whole life I've hated the Giants so much and all my friends are Giants fans. So right. as a kid, being 11 years old, all my friends are Giants fans. That kick, I was watching it. I still remember exactly where I was. Uh, that day and all my friends celebrating. So to me that was uh that Scott Norwood miss I know it's forty seven yards so it was kind of tough but that yeah, one was Yeah Levy didn't do The like the no. they set that up right mm-hmm. he
0: ran 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 right. and got him. I don't even think he got him to the middle my gosh. of the field. I don't know what the hell was going on. Harry did I watch that game with you? I can't remember where we were. I had Yeah one, one yeah, 175
1: was? West Cayuga.
0: Is that where it was? Was
1: that my place
0: was. or yours? That was yours? That was
1: mine. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. That's, that was a big moment. You, you were not, you half were half. not
1: thrilled at the end of the result of that. You had a uh, lot, yeah, of, money, bills lot of money, a lot of money on bills, money line,
0: bills, money line, minus seven, minus seven. And a half, whatever it was first yeah. to score touchdown pass. I remember I had one of the crazy big poly cards that you could slit mm-hmm. your wrist with. And I almost did afterwards. <laughs> All right. I'm going field here. I don't know that I've, I've ever told this story here, but, um, it was about 10 or 11 years ago. Uh, I was walking with Dickie Barrett, who is the announcer for Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, lead singer of uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers, I think. <laughs> anyway, we're walking out of the studio. We're throwing a football around, and we're on Hollywood Boulevard. We walk down the steps, and Dickie's like, let me try to kick it into the street. Let me see if I can kick it across the street. Now, this was not a good idea in general, but I was the holder, and I was just going to put it down. And there's not a lot of running. Like there, You've got the bottom <laughs> of the steps, and then you got about six feet of sidewalk. And then you got four lanes of traffic. And then across the street is the Hollywood and Highland Mall or whatever they call it, the Kodak Theater, where they used to, they've renamed it 17 times, but wherever they used to have the Oscar. So this is, I don't know what the desired result is here, but Dickie's not getting it across the street. But what he did do, I hold it, he takes a run, and there are people passing by. And we thought that they had all passed by, and he kicks it and it hits a tiny woman in the face. Like it hits her Ooh. right in the jaw. And she's part of a group of Italians who are visiting now they're walking and visiting and it's like her <laughs> and it's a, a, a young son and then it's a, a, a husband and wife and they are cursing an italian and i believe believe me i I pulled the cowardly act as the holder i was like i'm getting the fuck out of You're here probably,
1: was that,
0: was it. that was it i just got out of there and dicky's got his mouth wide open <laughs> and now these people are screaming this little old lady i mean imagine you come to uh, america and this is the story you have to go back with that your, your, your old mother got kicked in the face <laughs> with a football from like four Gee, feet out. Like I never geez, made it. It could have at
3: least feet. been a soccer ball. Gosh.
0: <laughs> no, it was yeah. a football. Got her right in the face. And I don't know how we got out of it. Luckily, they weren't Americanized. Otherwise, they're probably good for a hundred grand taking Kimmel and, and the crew for a hundred thousand dollars. But Doug DeLuca <laughs> was there. One of our producers, babyface Joel Solomon. You like this. He ended up coming down. He spoke a little bit Italian and pinched everyone's cheek and gave the woman like a root beer and she and they walked. And that was the last we heard of it. But that was the last (laughs) kick uh, or the worst kick I've ever uh, witnessed in my life. I'm glad I was a part of it. I don't know what we were going to do. Like kicks it across the street. It bounces three times. Like what was going to be the the best result there? I have no idea. (laughs) Babyface, do you have anything to add to this? Are you still here?
2: I mean that's absolutely incredible. I, I, I and now probably Doug probably sends them like a a, a Christmas a pack of root beer every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: they're gonna have their own suite at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl on uh, December
2: eighteenth. Uh, oh my gosh! I mean, I'd probably go with you kicking me in the nuts at work last week. But, uh, <laughs> not really. Know, not really. Uh, sport, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> UFC 261, Chris Weidman, that kick uh, the basically broke his leg and parlay kid lost money on that. Oh, so that's he broke you know, his own leg.
0: Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's a good one. I forgot about that. I mean, it that's it. Kick. McGregor obviously kid, but those are good yeah. kicks in, in a way. If you look at it, but oh yeah, you kicking and breaking your own leg is bad. That's a good job. by you Babyface. All right, there you go. There's our Thursday night wrap up We've covered all the bad kicks. We, uh, we talked to Harry about his trends. He's going to pay more attention to things that <laughs> happened in the 21st century. And uh, that's that. Listen to these guys, their hockey podcast. There it is, the NHL preview. It's on minus three. It's also on YouTube, slash arcade. And we'll be back to preview the weekend on Sunday for the Degenerate Trifecta Spaghetti and Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon. I'm Sal. Saying so long and happy handicapping.